The best thing is that it gets easier with every day. So I know it, it definitely feels terrible right now. You might feel very, very depressed. But remember that the pain will not stay with you forever. And with every day, you will feel better. And actually, one thing that I want to reframe that I like to use is that keep reminding yourself that uh, the night is darkest. Welcome to episode five of Conversations with James Shannon. That was today's guest, Roman Miranoff. Roman is a relationship coach, but before he began helping people with their love lives, he went through a painful divorce himself. Roman shares how he was able to move on, and it actually helps me out because I just got out of a very long relationship with the mother of my last two kids. And I feel like this conversation is for everyone to hear because we all search for ways to succeed after the end of a relationship. And by success, I mean, oh, it can mean anything. It just depends on how you feel or what you feel success is, whether it's your finances, your health or your happiness. So here is my conversation with Roman Miranov. Today's guest loves to help people with their love life. From Toronto, I'm happy to welcome relationship coach Roman Miranov to the show. Roman, thank you for agreeing to have a conversation with me today. Hi, James. Hi, that's that's my pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> all right. Before we talk about relationships, I kind of want to talk about yours. Care to share your status? So right now I'm dating. I'm sort of in between relationships. I I ended my previous relationship some time ago, and I'm actually quite happy about it because I don't think it was it was going in a direction that I wanted it to go. So, and r- right now I'm I'm really looking forward to creating a family, creating actually my second family. I guess I'll I'll tell you about it. How long was that relationship? It was about a year. Is that the, I know you had, you had went through a divorce. Is that the divorce that you had went through? Or is that a previous relationship? No, 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 no. My divorce was almost six years ago. It was oh. six years ago. And this was just, uh, just another girl. Okay. All right. So let's go all the way back because what we like to do is figure out, you know, things that happen to people to, a lot of us, we went through something in our life that got us to where we are today. So I kind of want to know a little bit about, about your history. Uh, all right. I'm originally from Russia, and now I'm living in Canada, and I've been here for one year. And it's actually been my lifelong dream to come to live in North America because I've been I've been a fan of the the North American culture. I've been a fan of the English language, and I also I fell in love with with the continent back in. 2002, actually, when I went to to work in in Alaska, yeah, that was quite an experience. And since then, since then, I, I've, I've been in love with with North America. And before becoming a relationship coach, I used to to run a translation agency back in Russia. 
so I've been the, the owner of the agency for 14 years, and I also been a translator and editor working mostly from English and German into Russian language. Cool. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I was I was basically sitting in front of the computer for 14 years, not really engaging with other people, and that's actually one reason why I I wanted to become a, a relationship coach because I love engaging people i love being in conversations i love communication and deep connection that i you know i get when i when i actually talk to people so yeah and in 2014 i i went through a divorce with my wife and we've been together for 11 years i made so many mistakes in that divorce and yeah it, it was quite painful and after that, I had to actually take a lot of time to study the domain of relationships because uh, even, even though I had a wife for 11 years, yeah, well, actually we dated for four years and then we, we were married for seven years to be exact. Anyway, despite, this, <laughs> despite those 11 years, I didn't really know much about women. So I had to start from scratch basically i was 32 back then and i i spent spent the next five or now almost six years you know dating and basically <laughs> testing every every relationship and dating tip that's out there and then i've, I've also been a fan of self-improvement for for the last decade so i i sort of combined all these things into one and the path emerged uh, I realized that I, I can't be a relationship coach. Awesome. Awesome. So you did a lot of studying over the last five to six years, huh? Yes. Studying and actually what's more important, I practiced a lot. <laughs> That's great. But going back to your marriage real quick, would you say that it ended because of the mistakes that you made only, or was it something that you both did or was it just you made the mistake and that ended it? Uh, look, James, um, I prefer to take 100% responsibility for what happened because, well, the, that's my general approach to life. I, I prefer to be proactive. I, I want to be responsible for, for, for what I do. Maybe, maybe my, my ex-wife also made mistakes and she, and she probably did, but it's not my job to like psychoanalyze her. Right. Yeah, I just focus on 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 myself. Yeah, I um, I recently just got out of a twelve year relationship. We we actually never got married. We were engaged, but we didn't get married. But we did create a family, and it's like I never knew that you would have those moments where you feel sick. You think about what you could have done to save it, or wondering what's going to happen next. And it it was a struggle to to recover. How how did you recover and move on? Uh, I should say I did two things. First of all, as I've told you, I, I've always been a fan of self-improvement and all this positive mental attitude, motivational literature and audios, podcasts, videos. So this helped me a lot. So I really immersed myself into this kind of motivational content. And every time I listened to it, I felt a little bit better. So that was one thing that did help me. And uh, I guess the second thing 
that really helped me out back then is that I didn't, I didn't sit on the sidelines for too long. So I, I, I actually went back into the dating world and I started dating quite, you know, quite quickly. I, I didn't wait for, for say one year, you know, to release the stress of my divorce and get over it. I, yeah, again, I, I was proactive with that. So I, I went out and I started dating. That's awesome. That's actually a, a really great tip that, um, yeah, I may need to do that. So now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> since then, you have became a relationship coach. For those that may not know, can you explain what a relationship coach is and what it is that you do for your clients? Yeah, sure. My, my clients come to me with problems like feeling lonely. You know, they, they want to stop loneliness. They want to find love. They want to save their marriage. They also want to feel less pain as they're going through a breakup. They also, they also want to, to reignite the spark in the relationship, you know, to, to make the relationship more, to bring passion back into the relationship. And my job, my job is to understand their situation, understand what they, what they need exactly, and basically give them the tools that will help them achieve that goal and I'll, and also yeah motivate them for example they might come to me with very vague goals and i make the help them make those goals specific besides the obvious cheating what are some of the mistakes that people make that ruin their relationship or cause pain in their relationships mm, all right I think one of one of the most common mistakes is shut, shutting down, not communicating enough. For example, you you get pissed about something that your spouse does, and then you you get resentful, and you want to show this resentment. And for example, you give your spouse the silent treatment. So yeah, you, you shut down. And that is very detrimental to a relationship because good communication is, is really a foundation for a relationship. Then I think human beings are, are wired to take things for granted. And this also applies to our relationships because after the newness wears off in our relationship, after we get married, after we live together for a few months or a few years, it depends on the person, we start taking them for granted. We believe that they'll always be there and we don't really need to put our best foot forward. And um, I, I should say that a lot of people, they get stuck in this mentality in relationships where they want the other person to do something for them. Only after that, after that, per, the other person does something for them, they will do something back. I mean, they will reciprocate. And this, the, this sort of trading mentality, it's also detrimental because it's, it actually creates an impasse. Because, I mean, if, if both don't want to, to do anything for, for, the, for their partner, it really doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, um, you mentioned two that were detrimental to my relationship: the silent treatment and the 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 trade. 
And just like you said, I I own up to it now. I didn't then, but now that I look back, it was like I wouldn't do anything unless I got something in return. And yeah. I'll get mad and just I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll give like the silent treatment for like three days, and it was horrible. But that's that's the past, and now I'm ready to move on. So for people like myself or whoever out there listening and they're single, how can we find and create a relationship? The first thing I would do is actually set a goal. Make finding, finding the relationship that you want to go. So, and make, sit down, write down your motivation for that. And also write down the specifics about the person that you want. That's one thing. And the specifics of what you need to become to attract that person into your life. That's, that's very important because we, we often forget about that. We often forget that to attract that, you know, that, that perfect person into our life, we need to, you know, have those attracting qualities ourselves. Yeah, that's one thing. And also the third, the third thing when it comes to setting a goal is to make a specific action plan. And what I would include into that action plan on a more practical side is being socially active. This is very important because if you, if you sit, sit in your room all the time, you never go out, you miss the opportunities to meet other people. And of course, meet the, your future significant other. That's for one. And you also miss the opportunities to develop confidence, to develop your soft skills, which won't be good for you when it, even if you meet someone, you'll have problems with that because you lack confidence and you lack those human skills. Th- yeah, this applies both to men and women. For men, I also recommend being very, very proactive with approaching women, actually, because it's a numbers game. So you need to pro- approach a lot of women in both in online dating and offline dating. Yeah, that's important. So when we're approaching women, should we just only approach the ones that we written down for like, can you said to write down the, the type that we want to get? Yes. All right. Cause I see a lot of people, I think like they will go approach somebody cause they're just trying to talk to somebody. And to me, that's like a way of you're trying to settle for anybody. You should go after that person that you want. Right. Yeah. Well, ideally, yes, you do. But of course, for example, you should be flexible as well, right? Because if you have 10 qualities on your, on, on your wish list, it might be a good idea to like to settle for someone who has seven qualities out of 10, because, you know, don't go for per- perfection. That might right. be too much to expect. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to have all 10, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned offline and online dating. How do you feel about dating apps and do you have any favorites? I feel that, you know, originally I was not a fan of dating apps because, as I said, if you spend too much time on apps and talking there, you, you, never, you, you never get to develop the confidence and uh, the soft skills that you need to communicate with people and actually to be attractive because confidence in confidence is attractive. That's one of the most, you know, attractive qualities in life. But since dating apps are, are so popular, I, I realized that there was no way 
person could ignore them. So there, so many people are on them now, and so many people are um, they they don't meet each other in in real life as often as they did say ten years. So they they all moved to not all, but a lot of people moved to dating apps. Yeah, so that's definitely a place to be. Yeah, but would you say that they should mix it up, like get out there? Don't just rely only on the dating app. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why that I said that you know both men and women should be socially active. That's important. Gotcha. So let's say that once we find somebody that we're that we like, but we're afraid of going through the same thing that we went through before. Do you have any tips on how to keep the relationship and how to maintain? That spark. Yeah, actually, to to answer your question about the spark, is you need to to maintain novelty in your relationship because the spark or or passion it all it all hinges on novelty because you know when everything gets habitual in a relationship, it feels pretty good but it doesn't feel exciting anymore. And that's why people actually go to, go to cheating. They want novelty. They want surprise. They want suspense. They want, they want something new. Yeah. So you need to be creative in your relationship and you, you need to specifically think about making sure that you have these beats of novelty all the time. So you find creative ways. Like getting out on a date that that will surprise your partner, for example, taking them, you know, blindfolding them and taking them in in a direction, in an unknown direction. Yeah. That's that that's even if it's like to the next the building that's next to your house, <laughs> even that will work. And and as to as to the love component of the relationship, so we, we we do have two components, love and passion. So the passion for sexual desire, this novelty is important. And when it comes to the first component, love, I would say that you need to start with really understanding what your partner wants, asking them about their needs, and then going to meet their needs again without expecting them to do anything for you. So you should be really aware of what those needs are for your partner. And you meet them, you, you put them first. And I, w- I would also recommend having very long conversations. I think this, this is one tool that can really save, actually can save relationships that are not in, in a very good state. So basically what you do is you you sit down with a person or you take a walk, whatever you want, and you spend one or two hours talking, listening without interrupting, letting the other person open up, and they will open up after that time. And they will tell you things that, they, that y- you would never know otherwise. And this will create a very, very deep connection between you. The, the, the other person will feel that they have never been heard out like that. Do you think there's people that they feel that they have these long conversations, they're doing so much for their partner and not getting anything in return, 
but their partner doesn't ever reciprocate and now they don't know what to do next. Or do you think that no matter what the, the partner is going to respond if they have these long conversations? Yeah, I think a, a good way to approach this is unless, unless you have tried things like long conversations for a long time and they don't work, you, you want to do something like a 90-day challenge. Try long conversations. Well, not, not really try, but you do them. <laughs> they don't have the, the try mentality. So you do long conversations for, for 90 days. And if they don't work, you see that, you know, those 90 days are over, you reassess. Yeah. And at that moment, you look and, and decide which direction to go. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you, we talked about getting the relationship, creating the relationship. When do you know when it's time to call it quits? Wow. That's a, that, that's a difficult question. I, I prefer not to give any specific advice on this. For, no for, yeah, for, for one reason is that I, I, I don't really like when relationships end. I believe that you, there is always an opportunity to you know, rebuild the relationship, make it better, and instead of, instead of quitting, that that's one reason. And the second reason, all situations are very, very, very specific. And as a coach, I really need to know the specifics about the situation before giving any meaningful advice. Yeah, actually, I think that was great advice that you shouldn't just, I mean, quitting shouldn't be an option, right? No, you should work on trying to rebuild or try to fix whatever the issues are in your relationship, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, Roman, so I want to talk about your podcast, Be Version 2.0 of Yourself. Uh, today, you've released 38 episodes. What, what do you talk about on your show? What do you want people to know when they tune in? Well, Actually, I've been I've been moving moving my podcast from general self improvement topics to relationship topics. So right right now, with, with the recent podcast episodes and my future my future plans, it will focus on relationships. And so, I guess everyone who is interested in in, in becoming better in their relationships, yeah, my podcast is for. For you, yeah. I listened to several episodes and I, I learned a lot and things that I'm ready to try in my next relationship. So, <laughs> do you have um, any advice for anybody that is currently going through a divorce or any kind of separation right now? Just something to make them feel better about what's going to happen next. Uh, I, I would say that the best thing is that it gets easier with every day. So. I know it, it definitely feels terrible right now. You might feel very, very depressed. But remember that the pain will not stay with you forever. And with every day, you will feel better. And actually, one thing that I want to reframe that I like to use is that keep reminding yourself that uh, the night is darkest before the dawn. I love that. Yeah, and I always say too, no pain lasts forever. Just like you said, it will get better over time. You just got to get out there and, uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another metaphor that I like to use is actually broken leg. When, when you break a leg, it takes about 60, 60 days to recover. And, you know, 
you, 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 can't, you can't force it to heal faster. You, you just need to wait. And the same thing with breaking up or, you know, getting a divorce. You, you just need to be patient and the pain will, you know, decrease with every day. Ah, I like that one a little better because anything that's broken is going to take time to heal. Including exactly. a broken leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that's that. awesome. If people are interested in learning more about you and everything that you do, where can they find you? They should start with my website, which is romanmiranov.com. R-O-M-A-N-M-I-R-O-N-O-V.com. And we are from there, they, they have all my social media links. I'll be happy to connect with your listeners. Awesome. And I think if I remember correctly on your site, um, didn't you have something uh, available for anybody that visits your site? There's a PDF available for downloading, which is called Seven seven Common Mistakes That Will Ruin Your Relationship. Yeah, that's quite useful. That's what I saw. I knew it was something that I saw in there that that I loved. It was the uh, Seven Common. Okay. Awesome. Oh, was there anything that you wanted to make sure that, that people took from this episode that we didn't cover? I, th- I think I should add that, you know, relationships can really be the number one source of happiness in your life. And, and that's possible. And it, but they do require work. So they do require your conscious attention, awareness and work. So if you're, if you commit to doing that work, you'll be, you'll be happy. <laughs> I agree again, hundred percent that relationships require a ton of work and you have to be willing to put in that work, something that I've never been willing to do, but I'm willing to try now. Oh, don't say try. I'm willing to do now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fast learner. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Roman. Well, this has been great and I appreciate you for coming on and giving us all these tips. And I know you went through what, what you went through and now you are what you're doing now, which is great. A lot of people need a lot of help with their relationships. So I, I appreciate you. Pleasure was all mine. Thank you, James. No, thank you. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Roman. That was very helpful. And I appreciate you. If you want to save your relationship or you're feeling lonely, you want to find love, or if you just want to learn more about Roman, head over to romanmiranov.com. I will also have that information in the show notes at thejamesshannon.com slash five. And I know how painful a breakup could be. So if you're feeling that pain and you just broke up with somebody and you just want somebody to talk to or you just want somebody to give you an ear, I'm here. Just reach out. Also, do me a favor. Leave a like, subscribe and or leave an honest comment. It really helps me out and helps the show out. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate every last one of you and talk to you later.